0: i'm hank from the wildflower bee farm this is the uh, podcast for saturday october 31st 2020 and happy halloween not that any of you celebrated at our age but maybe you do and uh, hopefully you'll be able to do what your normal tradition is despite what's going on around us so today i'm going to give you the hive report and i'm going to talk a little bit about some new revelations some things i found out so in the Hive report this week, what I was busy doing uh, when I had time, and it wasn't raining because we really got a lot of rain this week, was installing the sensors. I received my final two sensors from Home Except, E-X-C-E-P-T. Now, Home Except is a company that I got involved with some time ago because it provides sensors to help monitor and help take care of seniors when they choose to age in place in their homes. And full disclosure, Mary and I are early investors in the company. But I, I bothered them a little bit, and I said, hey, your sensors might work with bees. So very quickly they said, well, let's try it. So they sent me a number of um, sensors to play with, and uh, I have started to do that. So we have three current hives where we're monitoring them continuously. Now, the beauty of the Home Accept uh technology is not just not so much the hardware because i mean it's good but it's a sensor for humidity and temperature and movement but it's the artificial intelligence and the algorithms in the background that continue to learn about the hive or the situation and will gradually send emails or alerts when things are out of out of place now we currently do not have the vibration piece ready but my goal would be that that would also be added to the mix and we can start to look at that from our micro habitat approach as to which hives do better in which situations. So currently, our three uh, home except monitors are located on a hive that has two mediums, another hive, the tree pad hive, that has a deep and two mediums above. So there's actually three boxes. And the other hive beside it that has a deep and one medium. Now the other variable we've thrown in there is the the box with the uh, deep and one medium. I opened it up to put the sensor in, and it has a a pillow. It's called a pillow, a commercial pillow, it has a sort of silvery material with a suction that's supposed to absorb uh, moisture. But when I opened it up to put the, uh, I didn't open the hive. I just had to remove the uh, top moisture piece. To, um, absorbent piece to put the sensor underneath of it I noticed there was actually water there were some pockets of dripping water and I was a little concerned about that so went and got some um, pine shavings to put on top of that uh, blanket and I may actually remove it soon if it doesn't if I if the the humidity continues to be rather high I'm going to take that out and just let it go as our others which are are doing very well. There's some confusion out there however about what's the ideal humidity for a hive and I've talked about it in previous podcasts. We really don't know. At higher humidities the varroa mite cannot reproduce which is good but it also then introduces difficulty for the bees with other possible disease. Now I'm wondering if when bees are healthy they not only can tolerate but actually appreciate higher humidity because it basically takes out the varroa mites for them. If bees are weak and you have too high humidity, you may then have um, bees that are susceptible to diseases that will take them out. Uh, that wouldn't happen if you understand if they had been uh, stronger and healthier. So we're going to be experimenting. I mean, humidity, temperature is a little different because temperature. We know what the bees have to have as far as internal core temperature when they actually, uh, you know, snug up. And you know, get all together so that they can keep warm. The actual temperature in the rest of the hive isn't as significant. Really, doesn't matter that much. It's what the bees are able to maintain uh, with their activities to keep that that uh, swarm. I call it a swarm, but actually, it's a ball of bees. It looks like a bit like a tennis ball, uh, not tennis ball. That'd be a very small small cluster. Um, Maybe a volleyball, but it's spread out and it's 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 has in the center a queen um, who is kept warm by the other bees. So the temperature we're not as concerned about as I am, the humidity, and we're going to continue to monitor our research really this uh, this winter is based on the, we have a total of 10 sensors, four of which we can monitor anytime remotely, and the other six I need to be up to the hive with the uh, brood minder, is the other technology we're using where through Bluetooth it actually downloads the data as I'm close to the hive. And we're going to be using that information uh, to keep track of um, different uh, micro habitats. We have uh, one, for example, in our pine grove hive. Uh, We have one in an 8-frame nuke, semi-nuke, that uh, is doing very well. So we're trying different combinations. And then next year, the hope is that we're fully functional with all the uh, research projects we're going to sort of put out there to further explore what's happening with our bees. So the interesting aspect right now is humidity. What happens as the temperature drops? It was minus three this morning. Um, What happens inside the hive as far as the humidity and activity? Uh, There is one hive that that continues with a, a very warm um you know 70 plus degree fahrenheit 17 18 19 uh degrees celsius inside that hive at the very top so that that shows you that some of the bees are still working very hard getting ready for the winter others seem to have already clustered based on the temperature that we're seeing inside the hives the um the only other aspect of this in 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 putting some of the sensors into the top bar hives is the relatively high temperature in the top bars we're talking 90 plus percent in some cases and i'm trying to understand that from the standpoint of should we provide more ventilation because many beekeepers say you should but then i i walk by our log hive which is featured in this week's um Um, blog at com. I have a video of of bees working to air condition the hive in in that log hive and they have there's one small opening which is similar to what would happen if it were in nature now that's that's interesting that you know they don't have vent holes all over the place they don't need that they prefer to have one small entrance so I'm not sure if we're going to do anything with the top bar hives. I'm a little concerned about the humidity, but I'm going to keep track of it, and uh, I'll keep you posted on that. Again, even though the wildflower seeds were were delivered here from St. William's uh, Nursery and Ecology Center, the problem we're having is the moisture in the soil. It's it's just too wet to plant. We're hoping next week we're supposed to get an entire stretch of... um, of warm sunny weather which should help us with the planting and then we'll roll that in Uh, we're going to continue to monitor we've noticed in our trail cams coyotes and other wildlife uh, strutting through the property so we're going to continue with that monitoring as well Um, the bees do fly on warm days once we hit that 11 12 degrees celsius that magic numbers they they still go out and they still do what they can now last night because we went to minus three i'm not sure if there's going to be a great deal of forage left Um, but uh, you never know because this week we have temperatures supposedly that are going to get up to 15 to 17 degrees celsius so we'll see what the bees are doing we may even get some more video out at wildflowerbeefarm.com on the blogs we have uh, you know video clips to help with the virtual field trips for those of you in education or homeschooling because of covid or other reasons you just prefer that perhaps and our goal there is to continue to provide educational and interesting clips Uh, by far the most popular on instagram is our uh, short clip of the honeybees taking care of the wasp that goes into the hive and you know i've been watching hours upon hours of entrance video and i don't know if ever we would get such a video again so we're continuing to put that out there to educate people about uh, the versatility of the bees just a final thought Generally, when we talk of bees, we talk about, you know, queens, drones, and worker bees. We're finding out, and, and I'm sure if you're an experienced beekeeper, you notice that the worker bees have many roles. We traditionally talk about, you know, the bees, when they hatch, they become nurse bees, then they move into other roles, including the cleaning, the cleaning of the hive, and, and also the protection of the hive, and finally they end their life with their role as foragers. But we're finding other sort of jobs that they do. Or I'm not sure if they're roles, official roles, but it looks like they are because we have, you know, today we talk about air conditioners. Bees that suddenly become, you know, an air conditioner for the hive. They're not out foraging, they're not protecting, they're simply keeping that hive at the right temperature and humidity. We have other, hive, uh, other bees, sorry, we saw last time who were, uh, you know, ID checkers or bouncers. Now, that may be a role more akin to the guards, certainly, um, and that would make sense. Um, but we're, we're, we're discovering more and more uh, different roles. For example, the propolis we're going to be talking about in weeks to come, that incredible product they create to disinfect their entire hive To the point where the science tells us that the honeybees really have poor immune systems because they don't need it because of the propolis and the environment they create. So, we're going to be talking more about that in future podcasts. And if you go to wildflowerbeefarm.com, become a member, you'll see the video blogs that we're creating throughout 52 times a year. Um, Again, I'm Hank from the Wildflower Bee Farm. Hopefully, next week when I talk, we'll have the wildflower seed planted and I'll give you the list and we'll talk some more. Have a great week. Take care.